Twitter Canada has unveiled major updates to its safety policy today. This could be good news for you if you uh, want to lose the trolls in your life. With the skinny on this, we're joined now by Jennifer Hollett, who's head of news and government for Twitter Canada. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for being here today. We appreciate it. Yeah, good to be on the show. What are the major safety updates Twitter's launching today? Yeah, so today we've announced some product and policy updates to help combat abuse on Twitter, uh, which we know is something that uh, people who tweet do do face sometimes. So on the product side of things, which means in terms of how you actually use Twitter, we have two new mute features. So there's an option in notification settings to mute notification for tweets that you're mentioning that contain particular words that, that you select phrases, usernames, emojis, hashtags, and by muting, you'll remove those tweets from your notification hand. So, Jen, just to get a a handle on this, this is only tweets that you'd be mentioned in? Yes. So, like, if somebody went at Kelly Cotrera and sent me the poo emoji? Yes, if if, if you're not a fan of that emoji, uh, you could mute that. Okay, I got you. So and, and then also you can mute conversations. So this is a feature that allows you to opt out of notifications of a conversation. So if you mute that conversation, you don't want to hear it from it anymore. You're not going to get notifications. And this was based on feedback that we were receiving um, from our users uh, that you know there are certain words and conversations um, that they don't want to be a part of, and it's through the notifications, right? That's a big part of how we interact uh, with each other uh, on our phones, uh, and especially on Twitter, which at the heart of the platform is engagement. So the ability you know, to mute words that are offensive uh, or conversations that you'd rather not be a part of. But on the other side of things, and, and I think this is key, which is the policy, and we're strengthening our policies, and most importantly, how we enforce them. So Twitter is always going to be a space for free expression, but we're drawing the line and a hard line at behavior that targets um, hate at uh, protected categories such as race, gender, sexual identity, ethnicity, religion, and disability. I want to go back here to your conversations that you can mute. So you're telling me if I have Trump fatigue, I could Mm -hmm. mute Trump and anything to do with Trump would not show up on my Twitter feed. Is that correct? That's correct. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, and and it's it's all about having options. Now, some people, maybe that's why they're on Twitter, because they want to understand what's happening with with Trump and his his followers. But that's the choice um, up to the individual in terms of what conversations they want to be a part of and what they don't want to be a part of. But, of course, there's also the ability uh, to, and and we encourage uh, anyone on Twitter to do this, is to uh, report abuse when it happens to you when you see someone else being harassed, uh, and and you can also uh, block other users. And you are, this is because Twitter said the abuse policy update will hopefully bring about a faster, more transparent process. Some people say it's taken too long, Jen. Uh, Speak to the challenges of dealing with online abuse, because I understand the people that are screening, it's not an algorithm uh, when you're looking for abusive uh, comments on Twitter. Uh, It's people sitting down and going through tweets, correct? That's right. And I will agree, it, it has taken too long. We haven't moved as quickly and aggressively as we should have to address this problem. We've had policies in place, but we haven't enforced them thoroughly or consistently. And we have been rolling out features like these ones over time, but just not quickly enough. So that's really important uh, to know. But you're right. So the reports that are coming in, and we get all types of 
content being reported and flagged. There are actually people going through that. So part of our policy update is making sure that we are streamlining the back end in terms of the hateful conduct reporting flow. As well, we're implementing a retraining program for our support teams and expanding our internal tools so we can be more effective uh, with the reports coming in about this type of content. But that's something that I always encourage people to do. If you see something, if you see hate or abuse or harassment, whether it's targeted you or someone else, um, you have a range of, of options, but I think it's really important to to report that and then it's how hard is that Jen because that seems like a lot of people are probably listening thinking well how do I do that how difficult is it how many hoops do I jump through to report something how physically difficult is it to do that yeah so this this is the good news and and this is why we do interviews like this so people you know understand how they can actually report a tweet so on the tweet at the bottom of any tweet there's a dot 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 and in that dot 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 you have the opportunity to mute the actual account, you can meet the conversation, you can block it, and you can report the tweet. So you can do that within any tweet. And we take that very seriously. And of course, if a tweet or an account is being reported more than others, mm-hmm. that's going to you know, increase uh, its, its, its chances and its escalation. But at the same time, uh, we know that people can abuse these these features and functions as well. And that's why we do have a team of, of people going through those reports coming in. Right. So if they just want to start, you know, uh, harassing someone by blocking them or, or saying that they're, you know, spewing hate and they're not, that's another way to do it. So you have to have the, the real people to go through, um, I guess, the, the complaints. Right. And that's where the policy comes in right. and specifically how we are implementing that policy. I want to ask you about the difference between blocking and muting, because, uh, you know, admittedly, I've blocked some people that were sending me tweets. They know about it if you block them, but you can also mute them. So what happens when you mute them? Yeah, it's it's all about choice for the user on Twitter, what they want to do, right? So some people... uh, they're like, anyone can say anything. Right. I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm definitely someone, uh, if I'm looking to engage with all types of people on Twitter, but I want it to be productive and respectful, right? So let's say someone's tweeting at you and you don't want to be part of the conversation. That might be a good opportunity to look at one of the mute tools. Uh, but let's say you're you're receiving tweets that uh, hate, abuse, or harassment. I mean, that's not even up for discussion. Discussion. Right. You should be reporting that. And then mute. You see that. Yeah, and and then and then you could block it accordingly. Some people don't like blocking. They're concerned that that might be a victory. Right. Uh, for the the person who's going after hey. them, and and that that's a personal de- that's a personal decision. It's interesting, Jen. I appreciate you joining us. I wonder if uh, you know rumor has it that one of Disney's reasons they backed off was the abuse uh, on the platform, and this I would imagine could open a dialogue with Disney uh, buying the company again. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a great day. Twitter, new policies for uh, blocking abuse, muting, and reporting tools to combat trolls. The war can be won.